Welcome back to the House of Wellness podcast, where we talk about transforming your mindset around self-love, money and abundance. If you are new, I am your host, Jack Scott Lee, your manifestation, abundance, self-loving, transformation queen. What is going on, my peoples? I've just checked all the um, analytics for the show. And OMG, there's so many new subscribers. So hello to everybody who is now subscribing and helping the channel grow, and all my regulars and all the House of Wellness wellness warrior crew loving all the support all the reviews all the juicy goodness thank you thank you thank you so much and it's so nice to see the channel grow and also um the episodes grow and grow it's so lovely to see so many people have been listening and getting the um notifications spotify and all the other channels to say that um you are slaying the game biatch so none of this is possible without you of course so i'm so thankful and grateful for you and um yes i'm back on site talking about uh, Venus, the planet of love, money, abundance, all that juiciness, passion, creativity, art, dance, all of it, all the good stuff, you know, all the prettiness, um, Venus rules anything to do with beauty, um, aesthetics, all that great stuff. And, you know, she changes signs quite often. And this year, it was quite auspicious because we had Venus retrograde, which, which um, lasted for, you know, quite some time in the sign of Leo. And actually, uh, a client of mine who uh, who had uh, who has sorry should I say um, their natal Venus in Leo, you know, um, really felt this quite, uh, quite deeply. And you know, Venus retrograde is about uh, revisiting old relationships, um, tying up karmic loose ends, you know. And um, were a few of my Venus in Leo uh, natal clients were actually you know going back over old ground when it came to living relationships, come back with their exes, reconciliations. Um, uh, drawing the line and moving forward finally, you know. So, yeah, Venus um, has been in the retrograde this year for quite some time. And then I'm um, stationed and going direct and moving through the signs again. She went through Libra, her home sign. Yes, uh, Venus Libra. You know, Venus loves to be in Libra. She's, she's, that's her kingdom, her home. And I love Venus in Libra because I am a Libra rising and all the Libra people feel this. But, you know. Wherever you have Libra in your chart, you would have felt this actually because Libra, Venus in Libra, it's you know, um, very strong when she's in this part of the sky, her kingdom. Venus is coming home, you know, so she moves through Libra, Leo through to, through to um, Virgo, where they say she's in detriment because it's the last time before she re-enters her home kingdom. Um, so going through that Virgo, um, Virgo ness where love became very analytical and descriptive and um, less about the heart, more about the mind, you know, and... Um, I quite like Venus and Virgo because it's very much about, okay, this is what I want, how am I going to get it when it comes to living arrangements and money? And actually, Venus and Virgo is great for, you know, sorting out your finances and stuff too, you know, and getting a, a planning order where Venus and Libra could sometimes be a bit like a wave of the fairies, where, uh, which is great, you know, you know, I'm all for, you know, calling in the calling in the abundance, working with the energy and vibration of the universe, but actually, it's great to have tangible, tangible results and a plan in action. And I think Venus and Virgo is good for that, you know, you can, Venus and Virgo can be, you know, um, more challenging for, as, as far as the Venus signs goes because it's very analytical, it's self-critical. And Venus in Virgo is about actually learning how to self-love and nurture ourselves. And we all have Virgo somewhere within our charts. So when Venus goes through here, this is asking us to call in that self-love and nurture and, you know, calling in, nurturing parent and 
being kinder to ourselves, you know, and sort of looking for the flaws, looking for the good, you know, and actually, you know, I, I, I see a lot of the time and hear a lot of the time uh, people are so quick to, and accept as well, you know, negative talk about themselves and talk trash about themselves. Um, and that's quite normal for them. And but when you face them with people with you know positivity and talking about being positive, it's like oh wow, you're being you're you're practicing positivity. Like, well, honey, you're practicing negativity. Like what's going on, you know? And that's actually okay and normal because we're conditioned at such a young age to be critical and you know um, when we're growing up through our caregivers when we're being told to sit still or be a good girl or you know don't do that and don't be naughty and constantly um, we go from these uh, perfect children babies to learning that you know love can be conditional and we have to do we have to jump through hoops and do this, this that, and the other and actually we, we get to believe that we're not perfect um, in the eyes of our caregivers and seeking that approval from caregivers as we go older and, and going through um, a teen and adult years and, and wanting to be loved and thinking that we have to actually um do X, Y, and Z to receive that. And actually, you only have to be you and do the work for you and knowing that you're always perfect. And as you are, you know, you're unique and you're gifted and you're beautiful just as you are and accepting that, you know. What's also allowing the room for you to grow and to change and to heal and do the work for you? Um, but knowing that actually love is unconditional. And love doesn't hurt. And the, the hurt comes from, you know, I think, for example, being let down or hurtful words and lies and deceit that's not part of love though is it love itself is you know um, as the word says loving and makes you feel good so Venus moving through Libra was gorgeous everyone would have got blessings of some sort depending on where it lies in your chart you know Venus is the strongest when it goes through Libra it goes through Libra and for Libra Rising for example you were feeling gorgeous as fuck I know I had my hair did um, during Venus and Libra and I was looking beautiful and literally even my skin and my makeup and everything was just falling into place and actually having um, abundance blessings too you know it's a very this would, this would have blessed your house relationships for example you know the seventh house for you for Taurus it would have been sorry for Pisces it would have been um, the eighth house for example you know because uh, Venus is in the eighth house for Pisceans and this would be blessing you know your partner's income or uh, financial gains through clientele for example you know for Pisces risings how abs now I'm recording this today. Venus is now sitting in. She's literally this week moved into the dark, intense, gorgeous, passionate sign of Scorpio. So when Venus is in Scorpio, this is all about intensity. This is about uncovering our deepest emotions. This is about, you know, Venus in Scorpio isn't really about like frivolous one night stands. It can be because it can be like intense, passionate love affairs, you know. Where when I read my people's birth charts and I see Venus in Scorpio, I can, and it, not always, but it can play out where there can be like secret love affairs, you know, and intense relationships or there's some deep passion because the person with the Venus in Pisces, uh, Venus in um, Scorpio, will feel you know love so much more intensely, and they and they want and they crave that intensity in their relationships. They don't want mediocre. That it, it's a bit different to when it moves into Sagittarius, where being Sagittarius is like um you know uh one bam thank you ma'am fly by night kind of relationship, and you know one night stands and moving moving frivolously from here to there everywhere you know between lovers. And you know I'm not uh, one to judge. I'm not like an advocate for any being a sign really. I love all the 
being a Libra <laughs> rising, we love all the Venus signs, you know, um, so more than this, but yeah, you know, so going from the, um, the carefree, can't be tied down, relaxed, very aloof, almost, uh, style for Venus in Aquarius and Venus in Sagittarius, I mean, I am natally. I have a natal Venus, you know, my birth chart to Venus is in Aquarius, you know, so my Venus can be very aloof, but well, mine plays out differently, depending on, this This will be um, very um, telling for you too, depending on what you, this is, goes deep, right? So um, not only is your Venus sign important, what what house it sits in, you know, because the birth chart, if you don't know, has 12, yeah, 12 um, portions to the pie is a circle right you have 12 12 sections so depending on which section it sits in which house so each section is called a house so depending on which house it sits it will give you an extra flavor so my venus for example lies in the fifth house the house of fun sex and dating and passion art creativity it's the house of leo it loves to be there so it gives that fire energy to my to my venus and it's a very flamboyant venus too you know so knowing do i have this very eccentric um, venus and aquarius it plays out slightly differently because it's in the fifth house so you have to always look at that when you're looking at your charts or people's charts and if you haven't had a chart reading with me, um, please get in touch with all my social medias because I have a fabulous wealth of clients who absolutely loved having their charts read with me. And I have a huge list at the moment. So if you do book in, I'd suggest that you obviously give me like a couple of weeks to get in my waiting list. I think we're at four weeks at the moment and I'm plowing through all the lists, getting, getting those all, all done. I do have a fast track service available as well, so message me for that as well. Um, and also, before I get into the, what I want to do today, talk about being going through, the, going through Scorpio in the... In the um, astrology in the sky because at the end of the year now you know and actually venus changes signs every every sort of like a couple of months depending depending on which sign she's in and when she goes from there we have we have like special degrees in astrology called like the critical analytical degree and um, analytic degree so that'd be like 29 degrees and zero degrees that's when she moves from sign to sign and actually i've noticed that when venus moves from like or is in 29 degrees and goes to moves into another house system of the sign that she leaves with it blessings you know what i mean you know, she gives you a blessing of some sort of the mind for example mine moved from the first house to the second house this week and actually i received a large chunk of money this is very common for venus moving from 29 degrees to zero degrees especially from the first to the second house because the second house rules money the balance is however it doesn't really i always find it doesn't really matter too much about which house it's going to go into i usually find things like venus and jupiter when they move from sign when they move from like uh, 29 to zero degrees you'll find that it will leave like a blessing of some sort um, usually financial gain or something to do with something to tie in with love abundance wealth dreams fulfilled wishes fulfilled you know and Venus in Scorpio asks us to, you know, delve in deep and what is it that we want when it comes to love and relationships and what is it, not just when it comes to love and relationships, what is it that we're passionate about? You know, we're coming to the end of 2023 and we're moving to 2024. There's so much amazing astrology going on happening for us that, you know, you get to decide the kind of 12 months you want to have ahead of you. And actually, you don't need to wait until the 1st of January to change your fucking life. Honey, you can do that today it doesn't have to be a major thing it can be a small thing you know what I mean like for me for example this year I want to start a podcast bitch I've been doing it I just did it you know what I mean I thought fuck it I came on I, came, I literally came on from the gym I just grabbed my phone pressed record and started talking you know and that was it and then the podcast was born and blown up into what is now the house of wellness we have the website there's like um, a coaching programming there's like astrology tapping so much stuff goes on along with that now you know there's another business to, the one I already have and then I focus on my dad 
Dan's career too and really been playing into that over the last few months as well which has taken me here there and everywhere and created me so much uh, financial freedom and abundance and wealth and prosperity too and these are the things that light me up so being in Scorpio asks, asks us what is it that lights us up what is it that we're really deeply passionate about are we receiving that passion through the things that we do are we passionate about our lives you know, are you passionate? When you wake in the morning, are you passionate about your life? What, what is that makes you passionate? And your work doesn't have to be your passion. Do you know what I mean? It could be anything, you know. Um, it could be a side hustle. It could be like a, um, it could be a, a hobby or something you have, you know, a skill that you've got which lights you up as well. And of course, yeah, but, uh, and of course, we, 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 couldn't, we can't not talk about relationships when we talk about Venus, you know. Are your rich relationships... Um, are, light you up you know are you injecting passion into relationship does your relationship give you passion you know whether you're you know in a, a long term or a new relationship you know is there passion there what can you do to inject that passion into it and are your needs being met are you able to communicate those in a safe but in a safe way you know and talking about love language and love styles you know how are we reciprocating and allowing our partners to to have their needs and our needs met and is that something you can do in a monogamous relationship or are you doing that in an open relationship or are you doing that for yourself you know you pass- I remember when I, you know before I'd um, I married the hubs you know I dedicated a few years to my life to um, injecting passion into my life through my art through my dance through my skills and talent through you know getting back into like a real deep love of astrology through um, therapy uh, and setting up my dance business and all the things I want to like because for me I'm a fifth house so all my planets are in the fifth house my sun, my Venus, my Mercury, you know, there's loads of fifth house, fifth house energy. So for me, life was really important to have fun and, and be, or not only be an entrepreneur, be, be um, in love with my life, but doing things that could bring me joy because that was what was ultimately going to light me up and give me abundance because my Venus, my sun, and Mercury fall there. And so if you want to know where your, um, you know, your energy should, your energy lies and how to work best with your chart, you know, you want to look out for where the sun falls, where your Venus is, where your Mercury is and you know where there's a, a huge collection of energy um, how you can use that and say for example if you have a fifth house if your fifth house is empty you know you want to look for the ruler of the fifth house so for example if the ruler of your fifth house is Scorpio because we're talking about Scorpio today you want to find out where Mars is and where is Mars sitting is Mars sitting in the second house the house of money finance and value is Mars sitting in the tenth house the house of work career parents family you know and this starts to tell a story of how you can unlock the gifts to your charts to your chart to your birth chart which is very personal to every single person like I always tell people when they have a reading with me you know your birth chart is so personal to you because I think the stars align every 25,000 years to the exact same point it will be again to the moment you were born and even then it won't be exact because you know the the cosmos moves in a certain direction it'll never be the same again so it just tells us how unique even though we're all connected and we're all one we are all so unique within our oneness too you know as a collective which is very um, this is me talking very in Aquarian energy because I'm such an Aquarius my, my, my Aquarius stellium of planets you know that we are individuals within the collective you know what I mean as humans we're all individuals but we make up this one right, you know, human race. So yeah, well, before before I delve deep into the project too deep, before I delve deep, right? So um, I'm going to be doing. I'm in the middle of doing 2024 videos for each sign. So they're very general, um, but they're specific to each sign. So for example, I'm going to do. Um, not for example, I'm going to be doing all the twelve signs: Aries, three to three to Pisces, right? 
and talking about the next 12 months, what sort of things are going to be really important for that sign. So, you know, you want to know your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, and you can buy all the video videos individually, you know. So I'd always recommend uh, listening to your rising sign first then your sun sign, and then your moon sign. If you don't know those, go on to astro.com or astroseek and type in your birth details. You want to know your birth time to the closest you can get it for the most accurate accurate reading. And then from there, it will tell you your rising sign, your sun sign, your moon sign. Everyone knows the sun sign because it's the day you were born on your birthday. So you say, oh yeah, I'm born on the 22nd of Jan. So I am an Aquarius. So I was born on the 15th of August. So I'm a Leo, for example. You know, that's your sun sign. Sun sign really important, obviously, because that's your sun. That's your energy of your birth child, your energy where you're born with. You know, and then your rising sign is, you know, is how you present yourself to the world. The, the rising sign is the, is the sign of the soul which enters your body the moment you the moment you arrive into the, the world, right? And the moon sign is your thought, your feelings, your emotions, your home security, you know, which not many people will know your moon sign. Only You'll only really show your moon sign. It depends how it is, really, where, where your moon lies. Most people only show their moon sign to very close nearest and dearest, for example, you know, I mean, I love looking at moon signs, you know, it's so important and so indicative to the individual makeup of the person. So I'm going to be releasing those out very, very soon. So if you, wanna, if you would like those, please message me on Insta, Facebook, YouTube, whatever, uh, even on here. And let me know, and I'll, I can give you the links to purchase those indiv either individually, or you can buy them as a, a free pack too, um, or you can give them to a friend as well. So it's like they're going to be like I think they're like an hour long each. I'm going into all of the astrology for the year ahead of your sign, and if you want a more detailed, very personal transit reading just for just for your birth chart, then um, hit me up for a transit reading, which is slightly different because we're going to see how the planets will affect your planet by degree. So for today, for example, I'm talking about Venus in Scorpio, right? So Venus is going through Scorpio. She's going, to be here for a, she's going to be here for a minute. So if you have any planets within Scorpio, for example, like there's a client that I'm reading for at the moment, she has a Venus in Scorpio natally. So they will be having what we call a Venus return. So when you have a Venus return... You know, this is your Venus reborn for the year, and whatever you do around that week, if you always advise clients, so when you're having a Venus return, whatever you do on that day, that week is going to give you a projection of how your love and abundance will be for the 12 months ahead or 18 months ahead. So I always like to do something really been using those days. I'll go to the ballet, the opera, I go shopping, go to a spa, have a romantic day or something, have a little set. I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to project for the, you know, your, your, your love and abundance life and your Venus return will amplify that. So it's really, I remember one year my Venus return had a really awful, awful day. Uh, everything was going wrong. Those shit happened anyway. And I literally, the 12 months ahead, my love and relationship and abundance life was literally haywire. It was a reflection of that day, you know. Whereas the years before when I've had a Venus return, which happened, that happened over quite like two years, right? Um, I'd really set it up where I'd, I'd gone to a really uh, swish bar, I'd gone on a date, I dressed up fancy, I'd gone to, the, I'd gone to watch a show, uh, you know, I was, having, I was making love to my partner, was loads of, and, that's, and that projected my whole year ahead. And there was one year where I'd, I'd spent, you know, I'd, I'd gone away with my partner to a hotel, and for the last, for the 18 months ahead of that, we literally spent the whole year travelling, having so much fun, staying in hotels for, with my partner, you know. This was a reflection of my Venus return and um, what I did on that day. So, you know, a transit reading, a personal transit reading is slightly different because it's very specific just to your birth chart. So again, hit me up and I, I will get that sorted for you. So let's go ahead and dive in to um, what Venus in Scorpio will be doing for each of the signs, honey. So let's get in. I'm just going to pull up the chart so we can have a quick look. Okay. 
So, if you are a Aries, Sun, Moon, and Rising, Venus will be traveling through your eighth house. This is great for finances because Venus is in that the house of money. The eighth house is one of the money houses in astrology, and Venus going through here will be giving you blessings when it comes to well, giving you an injection actually of like good news and good fortune when it comes to money earned. You know, the eighth house is um, earned money. It can be partners' money too because the eighth house is two houses from the seventh house. This is partners' money if you're in a relationship. This is giving you great blessings opportunities when it comes to anything to do with signing contracts um if you work with clients and sales and things like that so this is great for sales because it ties to other people's money so it could, it could be that sales become easier money will flow in more easier for you um this is also the house of sex, death and rebirth. So these blessings through intimacy as well. So, you know, some of you could be deep diving into intimacy and sexuality as well when it comes to Venus in Scorpio in the eighth house. Taurus, Sun, and Rising. The seventh house is lit up for you. Your relationships will, give you, will be going deep and interpersonal and getting that Venusian blessing of passion and intimacy. Uh, the seventh house rules all types of relationships as well. So this is a great time signing contracts. Um, read between the lines, obviously, and read, or read everything, double-check everything, because we will have a Mercury retrograde going on very, very soon too. So just be very mindful of that as well. And obviously, we'll have Pluto moving into Aquarius soon as well, so this will be squaring you. So double-check that too. Gemini, Sun, Moon and Rising, the sixth house, a house of work and health. We'll be getting a, a Venus kick an injection of abundance and blessing. So health can be looking good. This can be a great time for work. Work can become easier as well and just more fun for you because Venus is going to go through there. If you're hiring people, this is a great time for that too. This is a great time to work on your health, your fitness regime, your diet because this is, this is the sixth house. This can be giving you blessings as well when it comes to your um, your pets and animals too because the sixth house also rules pets too. If you are a Cancer, Sun, Moon, and Rising, my love, Venus will be blessing your fifth house. It has relationships. Well, this has a fun dating and like relationships actually, and it has a sex too. So this is a really fun house. I love Venus being here as well because this is my natal Venus. So expect to have more fun, more sex, more intimacy, more passion. Put your passion into your creative endeavors as well because the fifth house also rules your skills and talents too. This could be putting passion back into a business, business a side hustle, and um, just feeling more creative and spiritual too. If you are a Leo, Sun, Moon and Rising, Venus will be going through your fourth house, the house of your home. So you're going to be spending a lot of time more at home or enjoying more time at home, shall I say. There could be more fun and passion into decorating, redecorating, renovating. You could be holding more family events here as well um, with Venus being here. Obviously, Venus and Scorpio can also always be a challenge. Scorpio is one of the more challenging signs. So just know that with all the blessings, there could be some like challenge uh, challenge that comes with that. So just be bearing, bear that in mind um, when it comes to uh, any events and uh, any events or gatherings that you hold within the house. Venus for the Virgo, Sun, Moon and Rising. This will be happening for you in the third house. Out of communications, communication can become intense. Communication can become passionate. Uh, this will be giving you loads of blessings when it comes to your friends and siblings too. So not only your relationships will be more easier when it comes to siblings, relationships uh, with your friendships too. Um, this can also just affect how their lives, shall I say, you know, this can also be giving the blessings and abundance to them. Like I said before, through the other readings, you know, Venus and Scorpio does bring its own challenges with it too, because it's a very intense Venus. So just be mindful of that and the intensity around how you communicate, how you express and how you come across, especially with social media, things like that too, where you feel things more sensitively. If you are 
Hey, Libra, Sun, and Mineral Rising. This is going to be happening between the second highest of the highest of your many, honey. Venus is blessing your ass through finances, through wealth, through abundance, and, you know, all things to do with cash, money, wealth, savings, values. Your work will get an injection of Venus positivity too. You know, this is a very intense time. You'll be feeling things intensely. You, Libra Rising, me included, you feel the Venus transits more deeply than anybody because, you know, Venus is our, Venus is our ruler. The Taurians and Libraans will always feel the Venus transits more deeply so you're going to be feeling more passionate you're going to be feeling more deeply you're be, you know you're going to be really diving into your your sex your passion your intimacy intimate relationships as well you're very important to you at this time if you're a Scorpio Honey, Scorpio is mineralizing. This is your first house. The house of you, honey. Venus is coming home to the first house. You're going to be feeling beautiful. You're going to be feeling gorgeous. This is a great time to change your hair, cosmetic surgeries, beautifying. Um, also, be mindful. Venus, you know, can make you a bougie as fuck too. So this can be... Um, a very abundant times. Sometimes you can be a bit more carefree with overindulging because Venus can not like Jupiter, but Venus can can sometimes overindulge as well when it comes to drinking. You know, all that great stuff, overeating and what have you. So just being very mindful of that with that Venus energy. Uh, but yes, on, on the whole, this is a great time for Scorpio because this is Venus in the first house, the house of you. You can be looking gorgeous, feeling gorgeous. People are going to be people are going to be loving everything you have to say and do. You are going to be attracting lovers. Love life is going to get a boost. All the areas are going to get a boost because the first house squares the fourth, tenth, and seventh. The house, the house of your relationships, your home life, your work life, your sex styles, your friendships, your siblings, your biggest goals, dreams, and desires. It's trining the ninth and the sixth house too. So yeah, the fifth house, should I say? This is all in all a fantastic time for for all my Scorpio babies. Okay, so Sagittarius. Yep, Sagittarius and Moon Rising. This is the twelfth house. The twelfth house is the house of um, sleep, hotels, passion, intimacy, sex, the occult. Uh, this is about um, embracing our biggest um, fears and actually, you know, tackling them head on and becoming making them your making them your weakness. You know, whatever what is it that's your kryptonite is actually overcoming that. And it's a great time to dive into creativity. Being in the twelfth house can make you really creative, really passionate. It can make you have really it can make you have really gorgeous sex sex dreams too. Because uh, the, the twelfth Dreams. This is a great time for sex, passion, intimacy in general. This is a great time to dive into spirituality too. Um, some of you thinking about uh, long distance travel because the twelfth house also rules long distance travels. There could be money coming in from you know hidden sources, unexpected sources too. Um, but yeah, this is about embracing fear and moving forward, knowing that you are a bad bitch too. Okay, Capricorn, the sun, moon, or rising. This is going to be the 11th house, the house of your biggest goals, dreams, and desires, and your friendships too. Knowing that Venus is injecting your um, her, her income, your blessings. I can't speak. Hold on a second. Capricorn, 11th house. Give me a second, darling. This is going to be blessing your ass because the 11th house rules your biggest goals, dreams, and desires. Whatever you want to manifest. Yes, it is the end of the year. You, 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 like I said at the start of this, start of this video, you can call in your biggest goals and dreams and desires and work on those whenever you fucking want. You do not have to wait until the first of January. You can do this right now, honey. You can take small steps every day to achieve big things and Venus is going to make sure that you're going to achieve those by giving you a huge injection of abundance, positivity and gorgeousness through her transit through the 11th house. You could, If you're single, you can meet people through your um, groups that you're a part of, social circles, meet, meet, uh, meeting lovers through um, friendships as well or becoming friends and lovers too. Um, but ultimately, the 11th house is one of the money houses, knowing that you are going to be blessed financially and there could be some big windfalls too.
Okay, if you are a, where are we? Is that Capricorn of Stern? We are on Aquarius, the 10th house. So Aquarius, sun, moon, and rising. This is your 10th house that has your work, your career, your public persona. So this is blessing you, Aquarius, with amazing, huge deals coming in when it comes to your work. Some of you could be signing huge contracts, you know, life-changing amounts of money could be could be um, exchanging here. Um, this is blessing you with finances, with job, with job opportunities. You could be meeting people through your work. This could be lovers, business um, partners, you know, all relationships are going to be giving that Venus blessing when it comes to 10 pounds matters, which is all to do with your work in your career and how you are seeing this squares your, your your first house your seventh house and your fourth house too so there could be love to be had and made and also you can be feeling beautiful too um you can meet people through um friends through family through your work through just being you and you can be feeling fucking beautiful doing it aquarius last but not least Pisces, Sun, Moon, and Rising. This is happening for you, happening for you in the ninth house. This is a fabulous time to channel your energy, your passion into higher education, into learning something new, into diving into your spirituality. If you are signing some contracts, this is a great time. Um, anything to do with legal matters will go in your favour. Um, just double check and double check everything because Mercury is about to go retrograde. So just you know, before you sign any contract, obviously double check those too, and um, be careful of miscommunication as well. However, Venus will be ultimately giving that blessing to move forward also this is a house of travel being um, so if you're thinking of traveling um, long distance this is a great time to do that again check all your travel plans before you uh, commit to anything because mercury will begin retrograde at the end of this year guys i hope you absolutely loved that little mini reading that for you guys venus is going to be here for a minute and uh, so make the most of venus transiting through the house of Scorp- sorry through the sign of scorpio and uh, bring you so much passion so much intimacy so much deep love before she moves into sagittarius where she's going to be fun laughter sociable here there and everywhere carefree and wild one of my, one of my favorites in the science in Sagittarius is Venus inside because she is so carefree, so wild, so abundant. So, you know, stay tuned for that when I go into that reading. I'm gonna I'm gonna be dropping a new video soon regarding a Mercury going through Mercury retrograding, which is the end of the year, which is a total disaster because um, I think I posted about this today, actually, where Mercury retrograde is a great time to reflect back on what it is you're grateful for. What are you grateful for when it comes to, comes to 2023? Yes, there are things that you wanted to do which didn't happen. Yes, there might have been things that, you know, didn't happen how you wanted to. Um, however, we've made it through the wilderness. We've made it through hoo-hoo, as Madonna likes to say. You know, we are doing the damn things. We are getting there. We're not here to be perfect. We're here to be imperfect and learn from our mistakes, roll with the punches, Deep dive into those plot twists and navigate through this crazy life that we have incarnated as, you know, and we're here to learn ultimately, aren't we? And to do things over and over again until we get them, you know, what we like to say is right. There's no right or wrong way of doing things. There are only limitless opportunities to learn and to grow. So Mercury Retrograde is inviting us to have a think about what it is that we are grateful for, you know. Maybe that maybe that, that job didn't work out for a reason. Maybe that door closed for a reason. But having that relationship breakdown was, you know, for a reason. You just don't know. And I'm always trying to look. And yeah, you know what? Shit happens all the fucking time. There's some terrible, th- terrible things happen to some of the most amazing people, you know. 
but ultimately there's always something to learn from you know what I'm saying and to grow from and to focus on that and then using the energy of that and the things that we've taken and learned from to move forward with knowledge with power and always looking for the good in any situation that we can do so with that I will leave you to enjoy this episode if you liked it I'd love if you like subscribe share review all the things you know what to do and follow me on all social insta tiktok all the things I'm always posting astro tarot EFT all the stuff I'd love to see and hear your comments and connect with you too and I will see you on the next episode and remember my love the house of wellness is not just a mindset it is a lifestyle honey